Okay, beautiful weather today. Episode, I think, four. Uh, May 1st. Nice. Golden week. So, you know, it's come to my attention that there are more people who listen to this podcast than I thought. So, thank you. Uh, that gives me more motivation to post. So, let's begin. Um, I'm going to start today with a little rant <clears throat> of this person called Kojima Ruriko. So, if you're a fan of her, you may want to check out because I'm about to roast her. Um, so, I don't really know who she is. <clears throat> I've, I found out about her this morning. Also, on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, apparently... So on Instagram Live, so she's a, she's a, I looked her up. It says she's a Japanese talento. Now I don't know what that means. I don't follow Japanese media. I don't know if that's different. I don't know if talento is different from a celebrity. I don't know if she's an actress. Whatever, okay. I don't give a bollocks about Japanese celebrities. But she said on Instagram Live, she dissed everyone that works out. <laughs> She dissed everyone that works out. And the video I saw on YouTube was this guy reacting to the video. Um, and basically, Ruriko, she says, well, the first thing, her first argument is that uh, it's not, it's better to just play sports. She brought up rugby and martial arts, you know, and she's saying, if you do that, not only will uh you increase in muscle not only will you get more muscle muscular you also get better at a sport you know learn new skills and she doesn't see the point in people who only work out you know like that's their goal and you know i'm just gonna lay it out simply she's a fucking idiot when it comes to this shit um i mean if i try really hard I guess I can kind of see where she's coming from. If I try really hard, maybe, okay? Like, you know, I kind of get it. I guess she sees it as, like, running on a treadmill, you know? You're putting in all this work. You're running, but you're not getting anywhere. So why don't you go run outside? That's that's kind of... I feel like that's where she's at. Um, I mean, first of all... I mean, there's so many flaws with this statement, with her argument... First of all, elite athletes, not even even if you're not elite, okay, working out will make you better at your sport. You'll have more endurance, you have more strength. If two people have the same skills, then the stronger and more conditioned athlete will win. And, you know, this YouTuber is bringing up a point. He's like, so you're saying baseball players, they got thick legs and ass just from swinging a baseball bat and running. You know, or like rugby players, they got that physique just from playing rugby. Hell to the fucking no, all right. And Ludico, she started off the video by saying that like the thing I don't understand the most is working out. Like I don't, I don't get that. <laughs> and the YouTuber he reacted by saying, of all the things in the universe, from roly polies to black holes, the thing, the number, the number one thing you don't understand is working out. You know, like really, I, was, I appreciate that comment. It's funny, but really like and you know if you only play sports you're gonna create excuse me you're you're gonna create muscle imbalances you know so you have to and that's that's gonna cause injuries so to prevent that you have to 
you know, supplement it with some kind of training. Or, you know, if you're injured, you got to do rehab and stuff. So, like, the fact that she's saying it's, like, pointless. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then <clears throat> another thing she says is, uh, let's see. Yeah, well, anyway, she got this idea that I just said from, like, manga. Apparently, she read in the manga. You should just do sports because you can build both skill and muscle. Um, and, you know, she was saying how she doesn't understand people who make working out their end goal. You know, she's like, I understand if... <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's like... Mm. Don't worry, it's not corona. <clears throat> she was saying how, like... If working out is necessary to reach your goal, then it's okay. But, like, she doesn't understand people who make working out their end goal. And the YouTuber was saying that, like, nobody makes working out their end goal. There's always another goal. Like, they're using working out to achieve a goal. Maybe it's to improve your posture, um, you know, by strengthening your core. Maybe you want to be more conditioned or you want to lose weight. Okay. It's many. Sorry, I'm, like, sweating over here. Everyone has a goal, he's saying. Nobody works out without a goal in mind. Everyone's trying to look better, feel better, okay? Through working out. So, this whole, you know, this group of people who don't work out, who make working out their end goal, like, they don't exist, okay? <clears throat> so, and, yeah, I mean, clearly, I guess she doesn't work out. I don't know. And apparently... She uh, she apologized on Twitter because I guess people just uh, she probably got a lot of hate for saying that because you know there's a lot of people that work out <clears throat> so I guess you know I shouldn't roast her too hard but she deserved she deserved it she deserved it it's like I mean she knows nothing about it okay it's like me telling telling all girls that like makeup is stupid. You know, it costs money. <clears throat> it's, it's questionable if it's healthy for your face. You know, and it's like why can't why can't you just accept the face your parents give gave you that God gave you when you take a shower? It comes off anyway. You know, like I don't I'm not gonna say shit like that. That's basically what she said. You know, because apparently her fanboys or whatever are kind of going off saying like it's just working out. Like you gotta you don't gotta take it so personally. You know. Because she's she's ignorant. That's what it, that's that's what takes me off. She's ignorant, and she's saying she's talking about things that she doesn't know, she doesn't understand, and I feel like it's not just her. A lot of people, I feel like they misunderstand just the culture of exercise, working out. Um, and like I think I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but <clears throat> especially girls in Japan, I feel like. A lot of them who don't who don't work out, they think guys work out because they either they want to show show off their muscles to girls, or you know they want to look good, they want to like pick up girls or whatever. I don't know. Like they think it's just people that work out are narcissistic, and it's just that's so far from the truth. Sure, there are people like that, but like if that's all you think exercise is, then. You know what? I don't even want to engage in an argument with you. So, yeah. Just had to get that off my chest. 
fucking idiot, you know. So if you're a fan of her, sorry. I'm I'm sure she's a good person. Okay, it just she shouldn't have said that. I am a little irritated. Anyway, now that I got that out of the way, uh, let's see. Um, well, like I said. Today is May 1st, which means it's Golden Week over here. Basically, it's like a holiday every year around this time in Japan. You get like a week off. Um, and the, the shitty thing is over here <clears throat> is that, at least with my job, it's kind of hard to take a, a day off. Um, I guess it's true in most companies. So, you know, everyone kind of has this day off at the same time. The entire country has a day off at the same time. Golden Week. Obon. Obon's like basically summer. And then, you know, New Year's, whatever. Those are the three big... Uh, what? Vacation extended days off. Which means, no matter where you go, it's gonna be crowded. So, it kind of sucks, okay? But, you know, because of the virus... We're not really... You, you can go out, but... There's nothing that's really open, so... It's like... You know, I don't want to walk 20 minutes to the station, get on a train for like another 20 minutes, spend an hour just to find out that everything is like closed. So sure, I guess I could look it up on the internet, but yeah, I didn't think of that. So I think no one really has plans to go to go out like in terms of vacation. So I think people are just trying to find ways to stay productive at home. Um... And yeah, so my last my last day of work, like before this break, was uh, when was it? It was Tuesday. So that's twenty eighth, April twenty eighth. Uh, I had to go in for work that day. Actually, everyone did, but uh, I stayed there till fucking twelve midnight, twelve ten. All right, I was like helping out with stuff. First time I've ever stayed there till midnight. It was so weird when I was clocking out. It said that I clocked in on Tuesday and I clocked out on Wednesday. I'm like, is this even legal? Like, is this it's going to break the system or something? Like, I don't want to get a phone call saying you work too much. Because there's like a policy saying you can't work too much. And yeah, I worked till 12. Thanks to the head office. You know, they, they got these weird deadlines. It's like, oh, quickly do this before whatever. And like, well, shit, you know, tell, tell us a week before. Okay. We had nothing to do last week. And now all of a sudden, like, it's very inefficient. So... I got home at like one. I was exhausted. Uh, today's only like my second day, or maybe third day. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, today's my third day off. And yeah, the past month, I guess since the last time I've done the podcast, what's changed is that I now teach from from home, from home, on Zoom. Uh, <clears throat> not private lessons, not one on one. It's a group, but usually. Uh, people don't show up so it ends up being one-on-one or I just teach less classes in a day um, so yeah it's uh, it's really it's a little difficult teaching on zoom just because our whole there's the way I teach it's not like fr- it's not like flexible meaning like I don't I don't get I know, I know some people you know some of my friends that know me they think I teach however I want to. Like, I choose the structure. But the structure is already given to me. And it's not really conducive to teaching online. So, you know, it's a little hard. But it's not really a big deal. 
I can manage it. The difficult part was taking all the materials home. There's a lot of materials that we got to use. Uh, we had to print it out, and like we got school iPads and stuff, and it just a mess. That was like I'd rather not go through that again. But you know, once I have all the materials at home, it's pretty. I like it. I prefer it just because, first of all, it takes me like an hour to commute, so that means I can I can sleep in more. Or I usually don't sleep in, so I just get more time to work out or do whatever. And I work till nine usually, but you know, realistically, I'm never. I get out at like nine thirty usually, and then it's an hour commute, so I'm home at ten thirty. Okay, Let's eat dinner at ten thirty, which is kind of late. But now, nine o'clock, boom, I'm home. I can change, so it's nice. I do enjoy that. Um, and I also get to work out more. I can work out in between classes. My God, I am enjoying that. Because I have a home gym. I have a pull-up bar, kettlebells. So, I live in a gym. I teach in a gym. You know, so. I do enjoy that. Uh, but, you know. If. It's nice. But, I wouldn't want to do this forever. Uh, for me, you know, like a ba- balanced schedule would be nice. So maybe like once, once a week, if I can teach them, teach from home, that that really that would be a game changer. Twice a week might be good, but mm, I I I don't mind just once a week. Honestly, that would be nice because you know being at school every day is exhausting, but being at home is just you know I don't really meet or talk to people face to face. So I know I feel like that's kind of necessary it's important part of business when you're doing like meetings sometimes you can't communicate things as fast when you work from home so just my thoughts and yeah i don't know it i'm on social media you know like most people and it seems like people are just suffering from boredom in their homes (laughs) and i'm like i'm not really you know, in that part of that group, because you know, I still work from home, so I wouldn't say I'm like super busy, but I'm not exactly suffering from boredom. And I'm just like, you know, just people complaining. Like I get it, but like I feel like you just gotta be grateful that a you don't have the virus, and b you still have a job. For those people that do have a job, like. You should be grateful because, you know, people in America, a lot of people in America are getting laid off. So, I don't know. It's just like, it kind of reminds me of, I, I, I just, I wonder how many people realize that they kind of need a job, you know? I'm not ter- not talking about like financially, but like in terms of just, I don't know like purpose, direction in life. When you just, when you have nothing to do, when you're free, it's like you don't know what to do with all that time so things like school and like work it gives you something to focus on um and it always feels like you don't have enough free time it's like you want more free time you want more free time not enough time i want to i want to do this i want to do that see my friends but then you're given all this time it's like whoa like i don't know how to use it because i'm not disciplined you know granted we can't really go out so i get it that kind of compounds the boredom but like I, I wouldn't be surprised if there are people just thinking that just realize like damn like I was complaining about work but like without like if I don't have something it's just like 
I'm a sloppy piece of shit, you know? So, for me... Because I, I kind of had that a little bit. <laughs> just from a three-day weekend, actually. Yeah, so like... Or just from, like, working at home, too. It's like... I realized... Some days you're just tired, so you need to, like, just do fuck all. But, you know, there were days where, like, I'd wake up and the first thing I'd do is play Call of Duty on my PS4 or watch a movie. Um, and, you know, it's nice just to get your mind off of everything. But when I did that, like, for, like, a day or two straight, when I started, like, two days straight like that, I don't know, I just, I didn't feel good not terms not talking about like physical health but like just i don't know i just felt like kind of guilty and i'm just like what am i doing you know just wasting time so i realized i need even on my days off you know golden week or whatever i need a little bit of discipline and it doesn't have to be like difficult it doesn't have to be i don't have to like sit in a corner and meditate for hours it just things like just reading a book first thing in the morning something like that that if i start my day like that i feel better um because i don't really read fiction it's not really entertainment per se it's usually non-fiction so you know it's kind of educational usually uh so reading a book going for a walk running stretching or just you know playing with my cat or talking to like my you know mom or my grandma or whatever like things like that things that don't help me uh checking social media first thing in the morning playing video games watching youtube if i can just avoid those three things i just feel mentally better about like my day so i've been trying to do that um and also you know i i really i mean you guys know i am more than passionate about working out and so a chunk of my time is spent working out reading about working out or watching videos about work working out okay so i don't know like i know i'm not everyone doesn't like working out as much as i do but i'm sure everyone likes something they're into something right so i feel like if you just kind of spend your spend your time on that you'd be less bored i guess i don't know and like you got people playing like Animal Crossing. I'm not sure what's up with that game. I go I've never played it. I googled like what it's about. Was not interested. Uh you know. Someone has it I would like to play for a little bit just to see what it's like. But you know, I heard that it's not it gets better as you play it, I guess. The more time you invest, the more rewarding it is. So if I just play one game, I, I don't even know if that's how it works. But if I play for like an hour, I probably will not like it. So, yeah. And, yeah, so I've been, you know, lifting has been taking up a lot of time. Also, again, I've been reading on the Kindle. I bought this, I bought like this exercise science book. It was like, it was like 90 bucks or something. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's like, it's what personal trainers kind of read to get certified and uh it's very difficult um so i've been trying to like study that a little bit read it take notes because i want to learn more uh and also reading this book called 
posted on Instagram. I forget what it's called. The Dichotomy of Leadership by Jocko Willink. Jocko Willink is an, is a former Navy SEAL. And uh, he is, just Google him, J-O-C-K-O, and then Willink, W-I-L-L-I-N-K. In my opinion, he is the most intimidate, intimidating person ever, like just his face. Um, he doesn't even have any tattoos, at least on his face, or like piercings or whatever. And like he just, you can tell he's probably murdered someone, you know? And he's not trying to, like, look cool. He's not trying to look mean. Like, he is. Just this scary gorilla. He's like a silverback gorilla. And uh, his Instagram page, man, it's like... Every time I tell people about it, they laugh because I think it's hilarious. Basically, all his pictures are black and white. Did I talk about this already? I feel like I did. Sorry if I did. So, all his pictures are black and white. And, like, half of his posts are his watch it's like it's like a watch he got from like a triathlon. It says Iron Man triathlon, and he wakes up at like four thirty every day. The thing is like the thing is that Navy SEALs wake up at like four or four thirty, and he's retired, but he hasn't stopped the practice. And so he uh, he posts his watch. I'm gonna pull it up right now, and it's usually his watch, black and white, with something motivational. It's like. Let me see. So yeah, he's he's got. I'm on, I'm on his profile. <laughs> it says, "Hold on, it's loading." The time is four or four o three a.m. And the caption is, "You can't get time back." <laughs> four o four o four. Discipline equals freedom. The thing is, he has a podcast too, and uh, his voice is just—it's so manly. It's like own it. I can't even. I can't even do it. Yeah, it's like just listen to it. He's got like this unique badass voice. And then like the rest of his videos, it's uh they're workout videos, not videos, pictures, but it's not him and his muscles. It's usually it's a picture it's a black and white picture of the floor. And <laughs> it's just covered in in drops of sweat. Or it's a black and white picture of his weights covered in sweat and chalk. And then on Mondays, he does, like, a motivational video, you know, because Monday is the, it's the uh, first day of the week. And it just, it's his his motivational videos are usually uh, stories of, like, when he was in the Navy SEALs, just short, short stories, a minute or something. And, like, it gets me so fired up. So I've been reading his book, The Academy of Leadership, just because, well, I've always wanted to, A, and also, you know, I'm a head teacher, so I feel like... I'm kind of in a position where I have to lead people, so figured there's much to learn, and there is. You know, it's it's a, it's a really interesting book. He talks a lot about um his stories in the on the battlefield too. One thing he was saying was that like the ultimate dichotomy for uh, military leaders is that they have to care. So he talks a lot about. I mean, I'm I'm really I'm barely halfway, but he talks about like the balance, and he's saying how these military leaders they have to, you have to care about your your uh what what what's what's the word your subordinates you know the people that you're in charge of um you know but at the same time the mission is important too so he he cares about them but he has to send them to battle 
which could cost them their lives or you know permanently injure them and so you know even even if you're not on the battlefield even in business like you have to care about your employees because or else you know they won't feel like they belong they don't want to be there but if you care too much about them you'll prioritize them over the mission over the task on the other hand if you prioritize the mission too much you know then yeah your you know your boys they're not gonna appreciate you so yeah really interesting book gonna continue reading that so yeah read been reading books i haven't watched too many movies as much as i thought i would be uh but the other day i watched extraction on netflix it's uh with what's his name chris hemsworth i think dude who plays thor and yeah it's like a it's not a war is it a war movie no nah, it's like a mercenary kind of type movie i really liked it uh, i'm not gonna spoil it just because it's new i also saw v for vendetta uh that i will spoil since it came out in like 2005 i've been meaning to watch it never got to it finally did and i realized it's a weird time to be watching that movie because that movie was set in 2020 it's 2020 now uh, and basically, uh, it's you know the British government created a virus and killed hundreds of thousands of their own people, and like that's kind of like that's that's a theory out there with this whole coronavirus that like the government created it because I, I I saw this one video I don't know how accurate it is but uh, actually I think Donald Trump was saying I think it is accurate well. <laughs> um, I'm not saying it's accurate just because Donald Trump said it, but uh, I think when Obama or whoever was in president in 2000, whatever, uh, they uh, resourced, uh, not resourced, they outsourced like research for like a virus in Wuhan in the laboratory. And they think that's where like the virus started or whatever. So, you know, who knows? Okay. Because with this whole virus thing, if... If you can create a virus and a vaccine, you know, you can get rich, right? You, you know, you people get the virus and then you sell the vaccine or whatever and you get rich. I don't know. So shady stuff, you know, in the movie touched on that too. So I was just like, damn, this is like now, this is today, 2020. We need, my friends, like we need a Chinese V. V is the name of the main character who kind of like rebels against the government and shit. Good movie. Natalie Portman's in it. Boom, you should watch it. Yeah, and more on the list. I've I'm in the middle, not middle. Maybe like I'm an I'm an hour in on The Irishman. I haven't finished it yet. I will. I should. I also need to watch El Camino, Breaking Bad movie. Yeah, and my friend recommended Better Call Saul, so I will try. But it's too much commitment starting a new show. So I have to think about that. And I might start a YouTube channel, fitness related. Just uh I'm thinking I'm thinking about like the direction where I'm gonna go with this because I don't know. I, I need to think about it. So yeah. It's, it's, and you know the rest of the gold rest of Golden Week, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Probably the same thing as before. And 
Yeah, so after Golden Week, I'm still going to be teaching from home all of May. Yay. Uh, and apparently the, the uh, so the company, so before it was only adults, but now they're like all classes, including kids. And I don't have to do it, but because I don't have any baby kids, but some, some people got baby kids. They're like, I don't know, one, two, three year old fresh out of the womb. I'm just like, how are you going to get them to sit in front of a camera? <laughs> Right? And, like, they probably can't even comprehend the fact that, like, there's someone talk, there's someone on the screen that's talking to you. I don't know. And, you know, with baby classes, it's it's all about just engaging them, physical activity, playing with toys or whatever. And, like, how are you going to do that, you know? So I just feel bad for them. And it's, like, I was talking with a co-worker and we're just, like, I wonder how many seconds of thought the head office put into this decision. We're like probably like 10, less than 10, you know, because they're not they're not teaching these kids. Obviously, it makes sense from a business standpoint, I guess, because with adults, we're only getting a 20 percent particip- participation rate. And, you know, we want we want more. So like, all right, well, if adults can't come. Let's get the kids in there. And like I said, the kids' classes structure is just not conducive to these online lessons, especially the younger they are. So it's like that. It's like that scene in Argo. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but uh, basically, it's about I think in Iraq, no Iran, maybe. They uh, the people in Iran stormed the U.S. embassy and took hostages. So the CIA is trying to get them out. Uh, without using military force. So they're trying to disguise themselves. They're trying to go in the country and disguise as like English teachers or volunteer guides or a film crew. And there's a scene where, you know, the main characters, they go to like the CIA board or whatever, trying to pitch their idea of how they're going to go into Iran. And they decided, like, a film crew. They're going to shoot, a, like, a sci-fi film in Iran. <laughs> and the board's like, like, really? That's your idea? Like, And they're like, you know, we only have bad ideas. It's about finding the best one. He's like, don't you have any better bad ideas? And they're like, this is by far the best bad idea we have. <laughs> you know, that's, that's probably, like, the conversation they had at the head office. Except... They somehow chose the worst idea. This is by far the worst bad idea, teaching kids. So, whoever, you know, if you teach kids baby classes, I feel sorry for you. Um, Honestly, though, just do your best. If people, if, you know, if the parents complain, like, honestly, it's not your fault. There's, like, I mean, honestly, do your best, and that's all we can ex- people can expect out of you, okay? And these, you know, people need to understand things are different with the virus, okay? So, you just, if you complain about this, you're a dick. If you complain, if you're a parent and you complain about, 
you know, these doom lessons your dick. So, whatever, you know, just do your best. And, you know, I think even for teachers, a lot of them do, they, they do complain a bit just because, which I understand because, um, or, or company, the head office, they're just not, pre- they weren't prepared for the virus. I mean, it's like, can you blame them though? Like the whole world wasn't prepared, but I guess, you know, our company particularly or Japan in particular, um, and so the, everything is just last minute, you know, and there's so many changes. It's like one, one day they say something next day. It's like, all right, scratch that. We decided this. And then the third day, like, actually, let's go back. And that actually did happen. So I think the teachers, including myself, were frustrated, but you know, you just, like I said before, you gotta be grateful that you have a job. Because we don't know how long this thing's this lockdown or whatever is gonna last. Um, even if the even if the virus doesn't kill you, if you don't have money, if you're broke, you can die that way too, starvation. So, you know, just it's gotta make the it's gotta make the best out of it. In this situation. Um, yeah, that's it. Got nothing else I wanna say. And yeah, so enjoy yourselves.